Good morning, Vietnam. Hey. <laughs> you want to restart? No, yeah, I was perfect. We're having a nice sunny day here in Philadelphia. The clouds are gray, the sunshine is out, and the world is just full of gay happiness. Hell yeah. I'm your co host, Monique. This is my main host, Nick. His main hoe. My main hoe. That's correct. Yeah, he's my main hoe. You know, on the down though. Bow chicken. Wow, wow. So here we are together in the same room. You know what Can that I means, have... ladies and gentlemen. The parties. Filthy love making. <laughs> so it's been about what a year now. Oh my gosh, it's been what? Yeah, about a year and three months since I was nineteen. You know, young and fresh. Sorry, ladies. I'm currently off the market. I'll let you know if anything changes. <laughs> Probably won't. I hope not. I've been off the market for a long time now. Yeah, right? I mean, this is the longest I've ever seen him off the market happy. <laughs> what, six months, right? <laughs> Got him. That was yeah. great. That was perfect. Yeah. Shows you exes. Y'all need to step up your game with your new boyfriends. Yeah. I mean, you can't get much better than this guy right here. He's tall. He's slim. He's a ginger. And when you really want something, you get some ginger ale. <laughs> All you gotta do is take a little squeeze. Yeah, a little, a little hand action, a little one on one, a little mono a mouth. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's a tank tester. I wonder why the light bulb wouldn't work. Oh my god! Yo, you're like over here, like jacking the lamp and shit. Let's pull out these tools. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I am an electrician, and curiosity kills a cat, as you know. But luckily, the cat has nine lives. I thought he was sticking like a fork or something in that bitch about electrocute his ass. Let's see, are you hot? Oh, he's a little bit hot now. Me, I'm smoking. My tip is green. My tip is green. So, first off, I like the photos that you gave us. That was dope of Bane and the other one I didn't look at. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, the SpongeBob one, I figured you guys would really like. Being as how you're an avid SpongeBob fan. Uh, it's kind of been like that since we were like a kid. Like me and my sister, me and my, me and my me sister, me, 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 me. me and Megan, and then it was. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest star, Doodle Bob. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we appreciate the shirts because, um, like you said, we're huge SpongeBob fans. And when I found out Caitlin likes SpongeBob, I was like, okay, that's a plus. You're like, oh, maybe she'll do the doodle bop on me. <laughs> She's going to dress like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's, what, July 3rd, the day before, whatever it is. The day before Titty's Out holiday. Yep, 4th of July. 4th of July, everybody get your beads. Oh, wait, that's Mardi Gras, but hey, you know, same philosophy. You drop them out, we'll support them. <laughs> Not as well as your brawl does, but hey, you know, my hand's strong. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he said my hands are strong. All that electrician work, that's what you really do as an electrician. You just get your hands tough so you can hold stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an electrician, so you'll you'll feel the electricity when I touch you. He's like Dr. Doom. Mm, like Dr. Doom. Yeah, right. The only difference between me and him is I'm bigger. <laughs> and you're not made of stone. I'm not made of stone. I'm made of... Uh, you know what they like to call rigid pipe. I know how to lay some pipe, too. The only bad part is pipe gets rusty. Oh, not this pipe. 
It's got a special coating on it. <laughs> oh my god, it's been too long. It has. I can't remember the last time. We were in the mall when my last, as you guys remember, I'm sure if you guys actually cared and listened to the podcast about my life, um, what, 2019 for my 19th birthday, and I got love fucked by Gabby. Let's yeah. talk about that. Let's like how, let's talk about the beginning of that, and then we'll go into the story of that. Like, what what did we do that day? Like, we went to Ben's, right? And it all started out. on a rainy, sunny day. We had a cookout for my nineteenth birthday at my neighbor's house. Shout out Ben. Yes, sir. He's the best, best second best best man besides the best man sitting next to me. If that ain't a tongue twister, I don't know what is. <laughs> we uh, grilled out with some friends and family for my nineteenth birthday. You know. Talking about getting drunk for my 21st, uh, two years down the road. Talking about, you know, some purple, purple, purple juice. Um, we have uh, some PTSD going on in the background, guys. Sorry, I'm somebody <laughs> shining a laser, you know. This brings me back to my war, my war days. Um, but we grew it out, you know, we had fun. You know, had some burgers. I think they were really good burgers, which, you know, that was two years ago. I don't remember that far. Well, it wasn't two years ago. It was one year ago, actually. It was still pretty good. They were good burgers. Um, so me and Sir Nicholas and his fancy rental of a truck. I was driving the rental truck. Yeah, you were driving the rental truck. I thought we rode with no, no, that was the time before. I was like, I thought we rode with Ben, but that was the hard knocks. That was yeah, that before. was that was like the twenty seventeen. I forgot about that. So yeah, we rode in the rental, and then Got I thought we took your car. Because we, uh... You know what? You're right. We did take my car. So we took my wonderful, believe now, totaled 2011 uh, 2011 Toyota Camry Hybrid uh, to the parking garage at Crabtree Valley Mall. Ladies and gentlemen, my car is now totaled. It is a uh, big loss. You can bite it. What? It's still going. Um, It's a sad loss. I got hit by three deer on the way to work. Uh, One... One headbutt at the side of my car. The other one, full force hit my car, and the front grill twisted part of the front uh, front frame. Luckily, it didn't roll onto the windshield. And then another one, literally rear-ended me. His ass went into the side of my car and messed up part of the passenger. All right, big ass dent. Quite literally, big ass dent from where his ass was, or she. I'm not sexist against deer. Um, I just shoot him. Well. And now, if we're being honest, you know, a little bit of hit and run action. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that brings me to getting a truck, which I've always wanted. You can always ask Nick, you know, man, that truck is sexy as hell. It is. It's nice. Very nice. Very nice. So hopefully I'll be getting that here come next week. But we pulled up, and what was the first place we went? We walked into the entrance, walked through Belk, and we went to the very well-known Disney store. Shout out Disney. There you go. That's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of the story. Disney is the shout out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we went into the Disney store, and from there, we looked around a little bit, and we noticed a girl. Like, you know, oh, she's looking attractive. Oh, I see she's looking at something before Christmas. Nick's like, oh, why don't you go talk to her? I was like, why don't you go talk to her? He says, nah, no, nah, okay. I said, nah, I'll do it. One, because I was a pussy, and two... I was a bigger pussy. I was, um... I was trying to get him to hook up with somebody because I wasn't interested, but at the same time, like, I was a big pussy to do it anyways, even for a joke. He was interested, ladies and gentlemen, don't lie. He's just saying that now that he knows who she is and, you know, the love of his life is here, so he can't say too much. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, he wasn't interested in the girl, no. He was interested in me. Yes. Uh, well, um, that's why we've been friends for, like, ten years. I know. 
brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah, um, that in 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. That's a Try to live with strong me friendship. You know, I can't tell you how many times I wanted to whack him upside the head with a skateboard. Yeah, then he had to go home and drink a fifth of vodka because he couldn't handle oh, it. Oh, no, it wasn't even a fifth of vodka, man. I drank that whole bottle. <laughs> I chucked half the bottle in one red Solo cup, and I was like, oh, I'm going to kill him. If I don't kill Adam first, I'm going to kill this bitch first. So this, this guy does not stop telling me about this Brandon and Matthew guy. <laughs> I'm going to kick his ass. You know. I think that was before Brandon and Matt's time, though. When I, when I drank the vodka? Yeah, that was way No, that wasn't. Oh, that was before the whole beef, yeah. I mean, but they never liked me before then either way. Um, Which I don't know why. You know, to each their own. We're getting to that story after this. Uh, yeah, that's uh, to be continued. Um, we go to the Disney store anyways. Six hours later. Six hours later. <laughs> go to the Disney store. We're at the Disney store. I walk up to this girl. I'm like, hey, girl. You looking fine as hell in them jeans. Nah, for real, though. No, I didn't say that. I was too shy as fuck. Um, I was like, so you like Nightmare for Christmas? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. I was like, yeah, I'm a big fan. I got a lot of stuff. Um, big Tim Burton fan. Uh, we start to talk in, and, you know, we, uh, Nick comes up behind me. He's like, oh, hey, and I introduce him. Hey, man, this is, this is my best, pardon me, um, you know, you know, you know what it is. Porky the pig. My baby daddy. My baby daddy. My best friend, Nick. And she had a friend with her named Tori, who I'm actually friends with still. Same. She's actually a pretty cool chick. If you're the other chick who's listening to this, you know, F you and you and you. I'm friends with your friend. How does that feel? F you and you. And you, <laughs> all right. Um, Tori was more like dressed like she was corporate. Yeah, she was a she was definitely a city gal. Um, she still is. I think she said she was from um, Cali. Yeah, California. Real. She was a tall girl too, but I mean, like you know, she was an intimidating one. But the girl I liked was uh, Gabby. I said nothing personal against Tori. She's a great friend, right? And well, she had Tori had a boyfriend too. So yeah, she was in a relationship. Well, we hit it off, and even with the hindrance of a, a, a family friend coming in, and that was awkward. Yeah, pretty much like, oh, well, this is my aunt, but it's like a family friend, and it was just kind of awkward. We just um, saw her like what an hour or two ago because she was at the house with yeah. the cookout, and then we end up seeing her. And then she like tried to kill the vibe by walking up to Sean. Yeah, because she, she had a um, she had a date with some somebody. I have no idea who, but she had a date. Bubble buddy. Um, but <laughs> uh, we start talking. We hit it off. And what? We go from Disney World. All right, let's go. Um, we go to Think Geek. Yep, we were in there. And we went to Spencer's. And we, um, we spent, like, you know, at one point, Nick and Tori backed off from us and just were talking. But it's like we were hitting it off. And, you know, I was like, you know, I bought her, I bought her a few things just just because I want, I like sharing the love of stuff that I like with people. Um, and we hit it off, and she asked for my Snapchat, my Instagram, my phone number, and I like, you know, that should have been a, a a red sign right there, like hello, stalker alert. She wants all three. Back it up, back it up. Beep 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 beep. No, um, you know, gullible, gullible old old uh old leather sack over here was <laughs> like, um, all right, yeah, here. So, um. We chatted for two hours before they had to leave. 
Yep. Um, but we still managed to have a great night. He walked. Through, we went to stores. I got uh, the last pair of chimichanga truck Deadpool slippers. That was funny. From GameStop and walked around when it was like 80-something degrees out in the mall with chimichanga trucks on my feet. And he got some little piggy slippers. They didn't fit, though. That was a problem. <laughs> they were, like, really too small for me. I don't even wear them now because when they get hot and sweaty, they tighten up and like, I can't get them off. Oh, man, dude, I hate when my balls do that. <laughs> so we eventually, like, <clears throat> leave from them. Like, me and Tori were hanging back because – uh you know, we kind of want them to hit it off, and Tori's like, I think she's liking him and hitting off good, whatever, yada, yada, yada. So they eventually had to go to a party because, you know, city of Raleigh, city of parties, I guess. I don't know. So we end up leaving. They end up leaving. We drive back home, and we just chilled the rest of the night at the house and had a good time. And Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. <laughs> you always be a legend, Danny Phantom. Always, always, always. Brings back memories, some good, some bad. Yes, you do. Mm. But... <clears throat> That's for another time. Um, Probably not. Um, <laughs> but tell them about the Sunday. Like, y'all were supposed to chill Sunday. I don't know nothing um, about that, but what you told me. So we ended up talking for about a week, I think. Uh, we video chatted for like three nights in a row, like until like four in the morning. And I had to work and all this. And uh, I don't know how I pulled that off now, thinking back at my schedule. No wonder I was so sleep-deprived. I mean, I remember Easter. I was up for 29 hours straight from work to Easter to family to dinner to all that. And then they forced me to go to bed. I was like, okay. Um, But we made plans to hang out the following Sunday. Um, She's going to come to my house. Um, I was going to take her fish in, cook her some steak and some corn and some potatoes. You know, real gentleman type thing. Um, And... About Friday, I stopped hearing from her. Uh, and her friend, mess- she's talking, she, she messaged me out of nowhere talking about how she might go ghost for a little while. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean by that? Like, what's going on? We're still hanging out. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, I don't hear from her. Saturday goes by. I'm in class. Still don't hear anything from her. Uh, Sunday, she was supposed to come by. Uh, Saturday night, she confirmed, yeah, and then Sunday, nothing happened. I waited all day, all day, and I, you know, I got worried. I was like, you know, what if something happened? Well, come a day later, or later that night, maybe, uh, I don't remember, the details are a little blurry, um, her friend, Tori, messaged me saying, you know, this is what happened. They were at the club. She had her tongue down two guys' throats, et cetera, et cetera. She lied. Uh, she's pretty much lying about Tori and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and it was just this whole fiasco. And I told her from the beginning, I said, I want a serious relationship, but I'm not dealing with shit anymore. Like, you know, my, my applications for bullshit are no longer being accepted. Um, you know, this house has been foreclosed on no more house of bullshit, whatever you want to say. Um, we're just not doing it anymore. And she's like, oh no, I completely and totally agree. I'm not trying to do that anymore either. I was like, okay, good. Then we have an understanding, you know. We're not, we're not, we're not accepting bullshit offers at this moment. Um, you got ADHD? No. Oh, you're like moving all this stuff and like, is he like? I don't think I have ADHD. Oh. My mother had me tested. I'm just kidding. She didn't. I'm crazy. Um, but yeah, so she pretty much goes to me, and I message her, and uh, I'm leaning back. So if you guys can't hear me well, oh well. Um, it could pick up room noises. Good. 
I'm just kidding. I'm Brought sorry. to you by Gatorade. <laughs> uh, she, um, she pretty much lied and was like trying to say she didn't do this and that and all this stuff. And it was just like, you know, I'm done. I blocked her and she couldn't give me a straight answer. Her story was changing. And I'm like, you can't even keep her story straight. Um, and at that point I was just like, you know, I'm done. I kind of gave up the hopes on the dating scene again after having given up on it for what? Three years. Yep, three Pretty years. Much. Well, probably more than that. Probably like five, because I really only had one interest that one at that point. Yeah, that one chick. Yeah, and that one uh, poor unfortunate soul. Well, I guess I was the poor unfortunate soul in that scenario. Yes, you were. Yeah. Mm. Some women ain't worth the fuck. Seven years wasted of my life. And part of me still thinks I would never change that. But you know what? That's what happens when you're young, stupid, and gullible. Amen to that. <clears throat> See, I always tell people there's, like, hope because I never believed in it. Because, you know, you know me. I've only had a handful of girlfriends, you know. And they weren't, like, back to back to back. They were, like, a year apart or yeah. two years, whatever. So when I met Caitlin, I was like, you know what? Like, if we don't work out, fuck it. I'm not even going to worry about it. He's like, I'll go back to Sean. Yeah, I'll just, like, we'll see where it goes. But <gasps> ever, sucky, since, sucky ever since, um, we've been... Really good, you know. I get on her nerves sometimes, but I, I, she I'm, puts up with it, though. I, I appreciate I, um, it. Whatever the word is, I vow, I vow, I vow, I vow, I vow, um, whatever the word is, I vouch for Nick on that. Um, you know, she's a good, she's a good girl. Uh, this is my first time actually meeting her in person. We're all um, in person. We're not ever. Yeah, we're all in a hotel room together. You know what that means? Party time. <laughs> um, you know, she's a lot shorter. Her giggle makes her sound bigger, but she's a lot shorter in person, but she's cool. Yeah, she's really, really She's cool. over here putting up with our bullshit now. Um, and guys, if you don't like me cussing, you know what? That's completely fine. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm sure you're an adult, too. This is and a if you have any, podcast. if you have any beef with anything I say... I really don't care because, you know, it's USA, free opinions. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it. We've had some past issues. Speaking of beef, which one do you want to talk about? Your beef first or mine that led up to all of it? Well, which beef would you be referring to for me? The the Zoe situation. I mean, we can talk about yours because mine wasn't really a beef. It was just a child being a child. Miscommunication. Not even miscommunication, just the child being a child. Okay. He lied. That's all that. Oh, man, enough to made up. What the fuck just happened there? That was weird. Looks like a condom. I just realized that. A rolled up condom. Sorry, guys. I don't have ADHD as far as I know. I could be very, very wrong about that. I think he does. He's distracted by other things as he's talking. Not distracted. I just have a lot going on in my mind. Uh, I've been stressed out the past two weeks um, with insurance and everything. Yeah, that shit can get annoying. Cars are expensive, too. For real, but I wouldn't give up this baby if I once I have her, I'm never giving her up. I'm actually getting a brush guard on her. I'm uh, looking at places uh, that way. If a deer hits me, the deer's fucked, and not my truck. I feel you on that one. So <clears throat> I guess we gotten past the girl situation. I guess I'll get into my situation. Mm, a lovely situation God. that is. Let's uh, take a moment to to just sit here and realize that um, you know, you're you're feeling thirsty. You have a long day. It's really hot out. It's like the 90s here, right? I mean, it's... Double entendre. Yeah, double entendre. Uh, It's like 90-something degrees. Well, you know, take a minute. Go to your fridge. Grab a nice Gatorade. Take a sip. 
it's refreshing, right? This is not brought to you by Gatorade, but I figured, you know, hey, if we, if we, if we throw out that name, maybe they'll sponsor us. Never know. Might have our own show. Might get some better equipment on my end instead of just using my gaming headset where my buddy here has this nice fancy blue ball. It's a Yeti. Oh, it's a Yeti. My bad. Not yeah. the cooler. This one's actually like, uh, it was 125. The snowball Ooh, itself was like big 50. money. But it was better that, uh, that I found that I could use this. What I would have liked if it was like two of them so I could charge my phone, which that's what that is. Or you could put your uh, headphones in there. Mm-hmm. And I wanted is to make it. Yep, that's the. The port? Yeah, for my cell phone. For my uh, iPhone. So I could put that in there and it charges and it comes through there and charges my phone while I'm podcasting. Well, then you're good. You can charge your phone still. I kind of want to get another one so I could put another USB and I can have somebody sit over there and then they could talk. True, but if you guys join the same thing, if you're using Anchor still, shout out to Anchor to making this all possible. Yeah, I appreciate you, Anchor. I really did because the other one I used only let me have a certain amount of episodes, but I don't mind that y'all owned all my content. I really don't give a shit. I can go back and tell these stories another time. So, I mean, if you told them once, you told them a thousand times. Once exactly. I'm like my family. My family's told every damn story. They tell it 500 different times every time I see them. But um, I guess I'm going to jump into the situation that I have going on since I'm a drama king. So he's not, guys. He's really not. So, first off, um, I'm not gonna bash like heavily onto Matt as much as I would like to because B told me like he didn't really want me to. He was like, just don't go in on my brother, and I'm like, Look, you know, I'll show you some respect as an adult, and I'm not gonna do that. I mean, we're not really on bad terms a hundred percent yet, but <laughs> proof that my boy here is mature yet. He's uh yeah okay, <laughs> mature enough. But the issue was that I think the problem with me and Matthew is we never had a proper beef, and that's what happens with all my, well, 99%. It seems like they start off as friends, and then we have to get in, like, this big fight, and then we become homies again. Like, me and his brother had it. Me and Robbie had it. Me and you, we had a little squabble. But a little squabble. We had one. Um, Rebecca won't know squabble. Well, that, that was a different story, Oh, what was our squabble? Because I'm curious. I don't remember this. When you were at work and I called you, I was like, oh, we're not going to be friends anymore. That wasn't a squabble. That was you being an asshole. There's a big difference. Well. Ladies and gentlemen. Caught me. Let's be honest. He was being an asshole. He just bought me. He just gave me a knife for my birthday. Just kidding. It's not my birthday. It's for uh, me coming down here. And, you know, if y'all don't hear him in a couple of seconds, you know he's dead. But... <laughs> Oh, my leg! I'll just say he uh, he was a shitty electrician and he electrocuted himself. Yeah, I have people who can vouch against that. Uh, specifically a paper mill in South Carolina that's still up and running as far as I know. But, <clears throat> so the situation happened, I think, what started all of it was I was, um, I'm a mod for my buddy's stream, right? We've been, there's moderators and all that. And what happened was we were making dick jokes, like, about his brother, me, him, and some other guy. I'll just not that kind of dick joke, though. Yeah, we were we were like saying that he was gonna fuck you know Epic Skyline, which I know his real name, but I'm not gonna say it due to you know personal reasons because I don't want him to get mad at me or like try to sue me or anything for using his name. But Skyline, um, we were making jokes, which they're at his house now, so that's pretty funny. But we're <laughs> just making jokes and. Um, you know, he was like, B was like, yo, we might just want to stop because we don't want to make Matthew mad. And I was like, text, I don't care. And what I meant by, like, I don't care, I don't care that he gets mad. He can get over it. 
if he gets mad over a dick joke that was made towards him, then... He needs to grow up. Yeah, he needs to grow up. Because you know how many people told me I suck dick or done this? I've been called worse, and I've been told worse. He's been called worse by better. Yeah. And he's been called better by worse. And that's that, that was the thing. Like, I said I don't care. And then I saw on Snapchat when I was scrolling through, because I always look at who sees my story. And I saw it said other friends. And I'm like, the only time it says my other friends is when they unfriend you, right? So I looked at it. I was like, yo, he unfriended me. Well, fuck him. I'm going to sit here and put a story about him. So I did. So, so me and my old lady were sitting there watching TV. We're going to go camp the next day. So as I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, well, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I get a call from him. So I look at my old lady and I'm like, oh, God. He's probably going to yell and, like, be mad and pissed off or whatever. I can't. They can hear you guys. You guys are terrible. You know the mic can pick up the room sounds. All I said was, old lady, don't you get on me Okay, sorry, so guys. my girlfriend was sitting next to me. This podcast is a shit show. Um, hey, man. So we're sitting there, and he calls me. And I'm like, oh, God, this is it's about to get ugly, right? So he starts, like being a very hostile about the situation and i'm like yo like chill out and so he started saying something get a little bit more mad and pissed me off i was like dude i'll beat your fucking ass like, i don't even care anymore at this point and so he was like you come up in my yard you'll get arrested and i'm like are you that pussy that you have to fucking call the cops because you're scared that old nick adams is gonna hurt you like <laughs> that made me laugh more than anything but it wasn't that. It was just like he kept calling me like a shitty rapper and saying that I did this and I did that. And I'm going to tell you something. This man jumped on these records with me and in these music videos on his free will. I don't know why he tries to push that narrative like, oh, Nick wants me to be a rapper and I don't want to be a rapper. I don't give a fuck if you're selling drugs at the hotel fucking corner. I don't care. I don't care if you're standing on a corner at a hotel fucking selling crack the rest of your life. I don't care. I'm not pushing that narrative on you. I just told him he was a good rapper and I would like to have him on my records. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if he wants to freaking do it or not, all he had to do was say no. It's not like it was unconsensual. It wasn't. He did it on his free will. Sorry, you guys. My mom called me and pretty much ended the podcast. I was going to start it back up and finish it, but everybody was ready to go do other things. So I decided to save this for later and then go around town and hang out with them while I was in NC. So... I felt like I needed to talk about this by myself because my boy Sean is biased and he had a problem with this individual back in like a few months ago. So I don't think it's right for him to jump in my beef when it has nothing to do with him and it's all about me and Matthew. It has nothing to do with him and Matthew at all, right? But I'm going to go ahead and jump into this. I'm not going to bash Matthew. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. I'm not going to throw his personal life out there. Everything he said to me on this phone call, I'm going to counteract or explain. Okay, so he first said that I try to push him to be a rapper. Is Matt talented when it comes to hip-hop? Yes. The boy's good at memorization. He's good at writing lyrics. He's good at telling a story, and he's good at freestyling. Why telling a story? The kid's gifted. But do I feel like that he needs to go pursue that? If that's not what he wants to do, it's okay. You know, I have joked with him and be like, yo, if you're just going to waste that talent, then give it to me. Just for like shits and giggles. And he knows that. But I never told him like, hey, bro, you really need to be a rapper. If you're not a rapper, then fuck you. No, that never happened. 
if that's not what he wants to do, I did ask him, hey, if I do have shows and stuff, would you mind opening for me? You know, I never felt like that I needed to push him to do something he didn't want to do. If he was uncomfortable with anything, he knew he could sit down and talk to me. Hey, Nick, I just don't want to do this music video. I'm not comfortable. Hey, Nick, I don't want to get on a record with you. I'm not very comfortable. But he's been on a few songs with me. We've done, you know, just regular freestyles without a camera, just sitting in the car freestyling over beats. And he's been in my music videos. He's always played a big part in my music. Do I need him to carry my career? No. Sorry, B, but I had to say that because you did say that to me in a negative perspective. Like, oh, you need Matthew on your records to be good. No, I don't need your brother to be on records to be good. There's plenty of other talented rappers out there I could put on a record that sounds fucking amazing. You know? But if that's not what he wants to do, then that's okay. But then he tried to say, oh, are you going to diss marine biology? Because that's what I want to do, and that's what your sister does. And I'm like, uh... First off, my sister works at Sarah Lee. She's working her way to be a marine biologist. I mean, she has a degree and stuff, but she's not a marine biologist at the moment. And the sad part is I talked to her about it and what you want to do with it. And she was like, oh, he wants to be a marine biologist. Well, good luck. He probably won't make it. And it kind of sounded like she was just shitting on you. But she went into detail and she was like, yo, there's people that have walked in that classroom with freaking biology degrees, right? Bachelors and masters in biology. I don't know if you can get a masters in biology, but that's what she said. But they came in there and didn't even last a week. Then that's just for anything. She doesn't know if you're going to make it or not. You might go in there and fucking destroy the class and pass every fucking test and everything they ever give you, you know? But it's always a ratio. That goes for anything. That goes for the service. That goes from sports, that goes for music, acting, any industry you get in, it's always a slim chance you might not make it. And that goes for anything in this life, you know? So don't take it as, oh, she's doubting me because she knows me and you have beef, blah, 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 blah. No, she's just telling you the reality that you might not make it, you know? I don't know why that countryness just came out, but okay. Next up, I mean... Before I get into the next one, I mean, you kind of did say fuck you and your family, so I mean, you can't really be mad at her regardless because you did say that. But let's jump into the next point. You said, I was homeschooled. Yes, sir, I was homeschooled my last two years because I got in a lot of trouble in school. I got suspended for punching a kid in the face, and it ruined my cross-country career. And guess what? The only person I can blame is me. I threw the first punch, and I took all the fucking consequences for it. I did. I got expelled, almost. Not expelled, but I got suspended a lot. And, you know, and it got to the point in my 10th grade year, they told me, hey, either you figure something out, or we'll send you to Tar River Academy. They were going to try to fail me. They are like, well, he can either repeat his grade or go to Tar River Academy. That's his only two choices. And we said, fuck both of those choices. You know, because they weren't giving me core classes. They were just giving me electives, and I was passing all my electives, but I didn't have enough core classes. So I was like, screw that. So that's why I went homeschooled. And to be honest, man, it was the best decision I ever made. I had a one-on-one with my professor. I didn't have to leave my job because, you know, I was struggling in school. I was just sitting there chilling, 
fucking doing my work. And of course, the state does keep up with your progress. So don't try to act like, well, you could do as much as you want or less as you want. And guess what? It won't matter. Actually, it does matter. And they do track your progress. So I did finish up with school, but I only had to do it for like four or five hours a day. I'd get up about like maybe eight and be done by one. Yeah, about five hours a day. You know what I'm saying? I take little breaks in between because I earned it. But guess what, dude? I went to prom. I did a graduation. So what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, dude? I'll tell you, my prom was amazing. Both times I went, yeah, I had to pay for it. But you had to do yours too because they tell you, oh, you got to pay for your freshman credits, your sophomore credits, your junior credits, your senior credits. Yes, I know because they were telling us that when I was in ninth grade. They're like, well, if you go to prom, you're going to have to, you know, pay your credits, whatever. When you get to junior, senior, whatever, right? So I'm sitting there like, okay. So I went to my prom. It was in Enchanted Garden. This place was so beautiful. It felt like I died and I went to the Garden of Eden because that's how beautiful this place was. And everybody was so nice. Even the girl that I took my second time I went to the prom, she was like, I ain't going to have all that fun. It's not going to be that great. Oh, it looks like it's going to rain. It didn't rain, and she had the best time of her life. I literally felt like I had to drag her by her ankles just to get her to leave because she was having so much fun. And we were dancing with people that we barely even knew, and it felt like we've known them for years. No negativity at all. Where was your prom at? In a gym where you had to see your ex-girlfriend and your ex-best friend? You know, seriously, dude, and be surrounded by a bunch of people you really don't give a fuck about. So, I mean, I don't see where you're insulting homeschool because it was a hell of a lot better than public school. So the only person you're insulting is yourself. Nice try on that one. And uh, graduation was amazing, too. Instead of being around a bunch of people I didn't fucking like and wearing a cap and gown that wasn't that cool representing a school I hate. And walking on stage and shaking a principal's hand I have an issue with. And sitting there taking a fucking picture with him and smiling. Act like I'm having an amazing time when I'm not. I'm fucking miserable. Like, really? Really? And then shaking an assistant's principal's hand and be like, oh, fuck that. And then going and just standing over there looking dumb. No. You know what happened? I had a graduation. It was in Winsome-Salem in a nice, beautiful auditorium. Guess what happened? Everybody lined up. I went to the front. A lady handed me a rose. I walked up on stage, and my mom walked up to me. I gave her the rose. She gave me a hug. My dad came and shook my hand and handed me one side of the diploma, and I held that up, and then we all looked at the camera, and we took a picture together. I mean, tell me, what's better than having your parents on stage with you, handing you your diploma? Tell me what's even cooler than that. Well, I love my parents. They're great parents. So, of course, I'm definitely having a good time. Maybe if my parents were shithead drug addicts and, you know, deadbeat, then, yeah, I'd probably have an issue with that and wouldn't care about that. But since I have great parents, of course it was amazing to me. You know, then I went down the stairs. I grabbed my mom's hand, let her go by me, and then my dad followed behind me, and we just walked down the aisle and went right back to our seats. So, what's the problem with being homeschooled? My girlfriend was homeschooled. Sean was homeschooled. I can name quite a few people that were homeschooled. Daniel and Benjamin, my two friends, they were homeschooled. And we're all intelligent people. 
So you might want to think about that one before you throw that out there. Okay. So another one to debunk. I'm a crappy rapper. If that's what you believe, dude, then why listen to my music? Why even pay attention to it at all? I might ask you, hey man, have you listened to it? All you had to simply say is no. I don't really feel your music. Your music's not for me. You know, I didn't ask you to listen to success. I didn't ask you to be in love with madness because you're on it. I didn't ask you to listen to Haunted, even though your brother said that Turn Up Nick and Stare Down are two of your favorite songs. You know what I'm saying? Because the beef that me and you had before this, this little, the little squabble we had, and I told you, go ahead, then make a fucking diss record on me if you're so fucking great, and you're like, I don't do that no more. And you know, yeah, I was wrong for trying to push that on you. That's the only time I've ever tried to push it on you. But that's because I wanted to go back and forth with you. You know, rapper to rapper, since I'm so fucking shitty, right? But at that time, you didn't say anything like that. You were just like, yeah, whatever. And your brother told me, like, dude, he supports you, and he supports your music. Obviously, you don't support me at all because you sit here and call me a shitty rapper. So you make your brother look bad because he's over here telling me, yo, you know, Matt, you know, he supports you all the way, and, you know, he always has your back, and he likes stare down, and he likes turn up Nick, and, you know, he's just there for you. And then you turn around and make him look bad by saying, oh, you a shitty rapper, bro. You you know, you ain't got good at all. If you don't like the music, dude, don't turn it on. Simple. It's just that simple. You know? I mean, at least I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm doing everything alone. You have to go listen to my other podcast that I had when I talked about the music industry. I go into detail by detail by detail. On why their sounds so great and mine doesn't. Go listen to that. I think it's like either the ninth or tenth episode of the first season. No, 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 no. It's my bad. I take that back. It was either the 29th or the 30th episode of last season. Okay? So go check it out. And then come back and talk about, you know, hip-hop with me. Next up that you said, Robbie situation. Okay? The shit that happened between you and Robbie is between you and Robbie. Me and Robbie already had our own problems because I was joking on him like, yo, are you going to stop messing with Montana and the Michaela Pill girl now that you have a son? Which he bragged about both of those to me. So Robbie can only be mad at himself because he's the one bragging to me. You know what I'm saying? He knows how I am. You decided to mess with Montana. Nobody told you that. And you text me saying, I don't want no issues with Robbie, but I'm talking to Montana. I said, good for you. I was like, you know, you guys might make a good couple. Even though she does sound like she's from the hood, she's a good woman and she takes care of her kids. And she takes care of herself. But the problem is, she's very popular. And, you know, a lot of people hold her to a type of standard. And her life is very open, the same way my life is very public. You know? But it just, it bothered me that you blamed the Robbie situation on me. When you the one that said, uh, because I'm better rapping than Michael and Robbie put together. And yeah, I did repeat that verse and put it on Facebook and Robbie said something. And I did bring y'all together at your house and y'all had a rap off and you beat them. But I thought it was all for fun and then the shit was dead right there. But for some reason the Montana situation happened. She texted me and was saying that, you know, Robbie was going to beat your ass. I'm sorry for being a good friend and, you know, warning you about it. 
regardless if he was going to do it or not, I just wanted you to be alert. All you had to say was, thanks, man. Thanks for letting me know. And that was it. End of conversation. But no, you want to blame me for Robbie's stupidity. Like everybody else, everybody thinks I'm Robbie's fucking guardian angel, or I'm his father, or I'm Jesus Christ, or I gave birth to the motherfucker. I didn't. You know? I'm not his conscience. I don't... I can't tell Robbie what he can and can't do. He's his own person. You know? So, you're the one that set yourself up with it. You knew that Robbie was in love with Montana. And he needs to let that shit go. Robbie, you need to take care of your girlfriend and your kid and stop worrying about Montana. She don't want your fucking dirty ass. Okay? So why don't you just go mind your own fucking business? So Robbie was stupid for fucking sitting there telling Montana he was going to whoop your ass, whatever. But he called you a rapist, dude. And that is a serious allegation. And I've already been through that situation. Somebody lied and it went really, really bad for me. And you know who that girl was. So I didn't want you to be in that same position because you have no idea. You thought the situation with, you know, you know who saying that you did that. No, that ain't even as close as what I went fucking through. I went through a whole year of it trying to clear my name. They were trying to throw me behind bars for a fake accusation. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want that for you. I wanted you to know, like, hey, dude, there's some serious allegations against you. You might want to hear this. Next time, I won't even fucking tell you. And then when the fucking cops come knocking on your door and say, you know, this, that, and the third, then that's going to be all on you. Because you would have probably been pissed at me if we were all sitting in court and you would have been like, well, Nick, you knew. Why didn't you tell me? You know what I'm saying? And then it would backfire regardless. So it didn't matter what I did. It's whatever, though. It's whatever. Next up, the situation with Kelsey. Okay, I took you over there because I was just wanting to hang out with everybody. You decided that you were going to mess around with Isabel. That was fine. Nobody cared, right? But that went through the floor. I understand the situation with Holly Hill and all that, and you weren't present, and I told them that, and they understood. And, yeah, Kelsey overreacted. We, Me and her actually sat down face-to-face and talked about the situation, She apologizes for overreacting. She just thought that you were blowing her off. She didn't know. But you should have been communicating with her better. Yes, she's my friend. But if she wants to get in contact with you, you should be contacting her. You shouldn't be fucking ignoring her. That's what really pissed her off. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be playing the middleman like, hey, this is what Kelsey said. Okay, Kelsey, this is what Matthew had to say. I shouldn't have to be the messenger, dude. It makes no freaking sense. All right? So that pissed me off. What really pissed me off the most is you sat there and you talked shit about your brother leaving. And don't say you didn't because there's evidence on Facebook when he said he was going to go live with his dad, with y'all's dad, whatever. You made a whole freaking scene about it on Facebook, okay? But it was all Gucci. That had nothing to do with me. That was family, right? But then you sat there and you told your brother, I dissed his daughter and said that she had a football-shaped head and the kid might be not his. Okay, it's your brother's fault for making us all believe and saying that, like, she was sleeping around with that ex-boyfriend? We didn't know. None of us knew. Even your brother didn't know. We didn't know. We were all just speculating. Yeah, I jumped to the conclusion. I thought she was a hoe. But I was not really correct. I was wrong. 
and I apologized to her face to face right in front of your brother and I broke down in tears man because I feel so bad for telling her that she should die and I take responsible for that I should have never told her hey I wish you and you would die giving childbirth or some shit that was fucked up for me to say and I own that shit but you're not going to hold that over my head think it's going to affect me forever because it's not you know what I'm saying it is what it is but you knew that your brother was already pissed off about what I said to his baby mama. And so you came at me and was like, okay, I'm pissed off at Nick. How can I fuck him up? And you told your brother that I said that his daughter had a football head and the kid might not be his. You're at fault for saying that too. Your mom, me, and you all sat in that living room at your house and said, hmm, the kid might not be. Your mom doubted it, you doubted it, and I said, hey, I don't know if it is his or not, but I'd go get checked just in case. That is the exact words I said, and now you're trying to twist it and say that I was like, oh, that's not his kid at all, or she's got a football head. <laughs> what? She doesn't even have a fucking head shaped as a football at all, dude. And then you try to lie again and say, oh, I was texting that to you, or no, I was talking to you on the phone on my way back to Virginia. No, 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 that's where you fucked up at again. I was already back in Virginia. I was in Cape Charles on vacation with my family when that situation was said. Because I was in the bedroom with shitty internet, and I was sitting there talking to you. And you brought it up. I didn't say she had a football head, so I don't know where the hell you got that from. I understand your brother had all the right to be pissed at me for what I said to her, his baby mama. But you had no right to go and lie and say that I insulted his daughter when I didn't. Especially with no fucking evidence. Where's the text message? Where's the phone call? Where's the voice memo? Where's it at? Where's the song? You know? I think that's what really bothered me. That's kind of like where me and your friendship started declining a little bit. B, me and your brother's relationship wasn't declining because we were growing apart. It was because he was acting shady. And he don't want to admit it. He wants to sit here and get mad because he knows it's the truth. Tell me, Matthew, why are you getting mad if it's not the truth? People don't get mad when it's not the truth. <laughs> Explain that one to me. If any of this shit is not true, what I'm saying, then why is it pissing you off? Because the truth fucking hurts, and you goddamn know it does. Okay? Next up. I don't care if you don't believe in God. I believe in God, and I know that shit was shoved down your throat, but, you know, I'm not going to sit here and walk around eggshells on you, Matthew. I'm not going to, like, walk on eggshells. Don't offend Matthew. Don't make any dick jokes towards him, because I swear to God, it's going to piss him the fuck off. Look, I understand your brother said he used to make dick jokes on you when you would walk outside, him and his friends would be like, oh, you suck dick and all that. If you're getting offended by that dude, you might as well call yourself Robbie Shaw. Because only Robbie gets offended by shit like that. Dude, I said worse to Sean the past weekend than I've ever said to anybody. And I call him family. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't shit on him. Yeah, I need to work on it. But it's all for fun and games. David Dobert does with, with his friends. Everybody does it. You know? Another thing I wanted to debunk... That was really, like, silly in my opinion, 
Okay, let me see. I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but you tried to make it like I was the reason why you and that girl broke up. She came over to your house and you told me to walk outside with a fucking airsoft pistol and pretty much threaten her with it and scare her. Okay, I didn't. You asked me to come outside and I said communication is key and if you guys aren't communicating, then there's no reason for y'all to be together. And you said, you know, Nick, you know, she ain't got much time, you know. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go back inside then. You could talk to her. I looked through the window, and I saw you hug her, and she left. And then about two, three minutes later, she texts you and said, oh, thank him for the advice, blah, 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 blah. It really worked, whatever. But then when she got cold feet and said she didn't want to be with you anymore, then that's when it became an issue. That's when she started pointing the finger at me, and then you started believing that, and you took it out on me. I can't help that she was unfaithful. I can't help that she got cold feet. You're not the only person that's ever had that experience, ever. Booyah, I already had that happen to me. Not even just once. You had it happen to you once. I've had it happen to me like four times. Three, actually. I lied. Three times. I can name every single individual, and I can tell you every story what happened. You know? It's fucking aggravating. You know, you're supposed to be my boy. We're not supposed to be sitting here fucking arguing with each other and talk shit about each other and put each other on blast. Okay, another thing I want to say is the diss record, okay? I was going to make a diss track on you because you asked. And I tell people all the time, and you've known this for a very long time, anytime somebody calls me a shitty rapper, it makes me feel like I have to prove it to them. And I have to destroy them at the same time. That's why I have so many diss records. Because if you go on wax and you say Nick Adams is a shitty rapper, I'm going to want that, you know, ambition. I want that satisfaction. And I'm going to destroy you on a lyrical level. You know what I'm saying? Sign sealed. That was Robbie's deathbed. Hypocrite and sign sealed was enough to put Robbie down. Krusty Meekums was enough to piss off Carlton. The slut Destiny heard it, and I never even fucking showed her the song or even promoted it. I just uploaded it, and somehow she knew. Um, Parker's 2 was enough to piss off Carlton, too. What was the other one? No Remorse was enough to shut up Trevor. You know? Even the Honda remix was enough to shut up Trevor and Stare Down. You know? And I shut up Jay, too, on Backstabbers. So you got to understand, man, when you call me a shitty rapper, it makes me like, all right, cool, I got to prove myself. Let's do it. But what you don't know is that I was going to put everything you're ever afraid of. And don't sit here and try to say, like, oh, I'm not really afraid of nothing. I'm not this, that, and the third. Like, everything is going to be on wax, dude. And you think only two people listen to my music or pay attention? Look on YouTube, dude. My music videos ain't even that great, and they're pulling in some type of views. You know, regardless of the thumbs down or the, you know, no thumbs at all, guess what? Views are views. You know? It is what it is. You never know who's paying attention. You never do. So, no, I'm not going to make a diss record on you. I'm not. There's no point in me making a diss record on you, especially when your brother asked me not to. He just wants us to get along. That's all he wants to do. We just need to sit down and talk man to man. That's all. You want to know why I'm drama? 
because I picked the wrong people to hang out with. That's that's the truth. I bring these people into my circle and I treat them like family and they turn around and they backstab me. And then I let it out on them. That's why I'm drama. I don't wake up in the morning saying, all right, today I'm going to diss Matthew on Snapchat. No. You got mad over a dick joke when you could have called me and been like, look, Nick, I saw what you wrote on the stream and I saw what you wrote. I don't care. I don't know how you were, you know, presenting that. I don't care. But it kind of hurt my feelings, man. And, you know, I didn't appreciate that. I mean, you're my brother and all, but I didn't really like what you were saying. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to unadd me on Snapchat, which pissed me off, and that led me to making the um, the Snapchat story. Do I think that you're lazy? Back then, yeah, you were lazy. Do I believe that you're lazy now? No, especially with the coronavirus and everything. But, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, now let's debunk another thing. Anger issue. Boy, you have an anger issue. Don't fucking lie, dude. You were screaming on the top of your lungs rapping about the Bailey situation that you lost your damn fucking voice. When I told you that Robbie called you a rapist, you were yelling all on the phone and ready to go fight him. Your brother said that there was a stream, which sadly he didn't keep, that you were on stream just ranting and raving about Sean. And you're telling me I have an anger issue? (laughs) Hey, at least I admit that I have one. I mean, you can't fool me, dog. I've known you for eight years. I know you have some anger, too. Don't lie. I mean, you got mad at Brandon, and you snapped out on him, and he called me saying, I'm going to punch Matt right in the fucking face. And that was the same night that Robbie called you a rapist. You know? It is what it is. And then you, our conversation on the phone, you're fucking yelling at me, and I'm yelling at you. So I guess neither one of us are angry, huh? Come on, man. Think with your brain, dog. Think. Another one to debunk. I think this is like the final one. But, uh, yeah. I think this one kind of hurt me because I expect it from everybody else, but I never expected it to come out of your mouth because I always thought that you were more of a peacemaker than, you know, a person that comes back at somebody, which I'm, you know, glad that you fucking stood up for yourself. But I want you to know that I don't live my life around drama, dude. It does feel that way when you're around me, but you gotta look. I surrounded myself with people that weren't good, good people, good people, good, 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 good. I surrounded myself with fake people, and that's what happens when you surround yourself with fake people and not real loyal people. Sean is a little annoying and kind of a little bit of a know-it-all sometimes, but the kid's loyal, and he'd take his shirt off his back and do anything for you and your brother, and he doesn't even fucking know y'all guys. He's upset that you even went at him. He's never done nothing to you. Yeah, he did say drop you guys, but he just felt like that you guys were being toxic. I mean, can you blame him? We're up here fucking arguing with each other over a dick joke. Are you telling me that's not toxic? You know, if you didn't want to be my friend, Matthew, you just had to say it. You didn't have to sit back and just, you know, let it breeze over. Then when the time comes and then I figure it out. If you think that I'm too much drama and you don't want to be my friend, just say it. I don't want to be your friend anymore. And I'll leave you the fuck alone. You know? I'm not going to invite you to my birthday. I'm not going to go do anything that has anything to do with you. 
I'll leave you the hell alone. I'm not going to sit behind closed doors and bash you. You just tell me a good reason, and that's it. You know? But it really did hurt me when you said, fuck you and your family. And then I did slip up and say, fuck your brother and fuck your mom, but it kind of reminded me of Jason. When you said, fuck you and your family, that's what Jason said to me. And I turned around and said to him, I remember I was 13 years old, I said, fuck you, fuck your mom, fuck your brother, fuck your sister, and fuck your dad. And you kind of brought that back to me. You know? It's one thing not to like me, dude. Nobody forced you to make music with me. Nobody forced you to hang out with me. Nobody forced you to like me. You did that on your free will. My family has never done anything bad to you. My sister has never bashed or talked down on you or did anything to you. My mom never did anything to you. My dad never did anything to you. My cousins never did anything to you. And for you to say fuck your family, dude, that's cold. The only person I said fuck you to that was in your family was your brother. And that was because we were having real beef. I never talked down on your mom. I never talked down on Haley. I never talked down on Mallory. I never talked down on anybody that's in your family. I never even talked down on your biological father. But how is it justified and okay that you talk down on my family? You could say what you want to say about me. I'm a drama king. I'm a narcissistic. I'm an asshole. Whatever you want to say, you could say about me. But you, you attack the people that are in my family. My family can't help that I'm in their family. You don't have the right to say that, man. Now it's fucked up. You think what I said about Brandon and his baby mama was fucked up? What you said was just as fucked up. And you say that I'm drama and I'm a bad influence and all this stuff. <laughs> well, you're acting like me. Because out of the eight years I've met known you, you've never said anything that hateful towards me. That's expected to come out of Nick Adams' mouth, but not yours. I supported you all the way. I supported your brother all the way. If you didn't want to be my fucking friend, all you had to do was tell me not to be my friend. Maybe if you sit down and talk to me, maybe you would actually know what's wrong with me and why I act the way I act. I took up for you over Robbie. I took up for you over Kelsey. I took up for you and almost went to jail because you said, let's go to the Wilton Mall and get on top of it. Even though I was down for it and I drove, me and Michael almost took the fall for you. I almost went to jail for you. I didn't even snitch on you. I made up a name so they wouldn't find you. Wow. They say you say things that you don't mean out of pure anger. What they don't what they don't tell you is you don't say what you want to say when you're calm. You say how you really feel when you're angry or you're drunk. That hurt, man. That fucking hurt. 
And people have told me, oh, I hope you die. I hope your mom dies from cancer. I hope you get cancer and die. I hope your intestines fall out. I get hate a lot, dude. And you wonder why I act the way I act. When you're ready to sit down and talk to me face to face, whether we shake hands and walk away and never speak again, or whether we shake hands and go hang out and do something, that's the only way this is going to end. I'm disappointed in you, and I'm disappointed in myself. Man, I lost two sleeps. I lost two sleeps. I can't even talk right because of how upset I am. Fuck you and your family. That really hurt. Well, I'm going to get off here because I got to go shower. But for everybody else that listened to the podcast, sorry that this was extremely dark, but I needed to get it off my chest. And Matthew, I don't know how you feel about this podcast. I don't know if it bothers you or gets on your skin, but at this point, man, I really don't care. You say I don't care about you and that I don't love you or anything like that. You want to experience that? Fine. I'll show you what it's like. I'll show you. If you don't want me to love and care for you, I'll show you what it's like to be non-loved and non-cared about when it comes to Nick Adams. I'll treat you like a stranger then. That's fine. You don't want to have nothing to do with me, that's fine. But just know, once I walk out that door for good, I'm not coming back. And we'll both have to live with that. Are you ready to lose a friend that cared about you? And listen to everything that you've been through? Tell me, what person that's not blood related to you have you spoke about all your problems to? Besides me. And I didn't air your problems out on social media. I aired them out over the phone to you. Face to face. Well, not face to face, but ear to ear. I'm not perfect, Matthew. I'm far from perfect. I'm working on myself. How about you? It's going to be hard, man. But when you're ready to talk, we can do it. If that day never comes, oh well. Hopefully one day it will. For everybody else, I'm sorry that this was a dark podcast. I hope y'all have a good day. I love you guys. Sorry for it being so long. I will be back for episode three because I already recorded episode two yesterday. So I'll be back for that. So I love you guys. Be safe. And I'm out and boom, fuck off.